Foundations of Amateur Radio. The other day I bumped into a concept that I've heard repeated before, the so-called impersonal nature of digital modes. There is this idea that any communication that isn't using voice is devoid of the human touch. Often this assertion is specifically made in relation to modern digital modes, like JT65 and FT8. As an aside, I've never heard it in relation to other digital amateur modes like slow scan television, RITI or PSK31. In the early 1900s, when amateur radio was beginning to be a thing, the means of communication was Morse code. With beeps across the globe, contacts were made between amateur stations. With every incoming dit and da, letters were received, words constructed and meaning derived. This is long-distance communication in its early stages. Each amateur was said to have a fist, their particular rhythm of touching the key. Across multiple stations, it was possible for an experienced operator to distinguish between two amateurs based on how they were sending Morse code. I can confirm that if you've ever had the privilege of hearing lots of amateurs clamour in a so-called pile-up, you can hear for yourself that different stations sound different, even if they're all sending Morse code. So on the one hand, we have this deeply inhuman means of communications, like Morse code, which is, by the language we use, considered to be made by humans, personalised with a fist. On the other hand, we have a deeply technical mode like FT8, which isn't. During the week, I was discussing this change of perception during a haircut. I pointed out that this happens everywhere. For example, in the hairdressing profession, an electric clipper might have been seen as impersonal when it was invented in 1921. Today, it makes quick work of a number one cut. In mobile phone communication, an SMS was seen as impersonal, with voice preferred. But today, the world would look quite different without the 5 billion messaging mobile phone subscribers. In 2013, it was estimated that there were 8 trillion SMS messages and 10 trillion other smartphone messages. As you might realise, behind each of those messages is a human. Well, apart from the spam and the computer notifications, but even those are programmed by a human. So what makes the difference between Morse code and FT8? Why is an SMS impersonal in 1992, but preferred by most today? I'd hazard a guess and state that the experience of the person making the statement has a lot to say about their perception of the nature of the medium. My typing away at a keyboard and seeing words appear on my screen might not appeal to someone who chased a turkey around the yard in search of a quill, but then electricity might also be surprising. It's interesting to me that PSK31, something that's not particularly thought of as being impersonal, was introduced to the amateur radio community in December 1998 by Peter Golf 3 Papa Lima X-Ray. The first weak signal modes, commonly known as WSJT modes, were introduced in 2001 by Joe Kilo One Juliet Tango, only three years later. JT65 came around in 2003. We have this situation where PSK31 is not impersonal, but JT65, which is five years younger, is considered impersonal, and the popular mode FT8, which is an extension of JT65, is said to be the end of the hobby. If hyperbole would relate to truth, the end of our hobby in sight, we should all get rid of our radios and hand back our licenses. Perhaps we should take a step back and notice that behind every FT8 station, behind every voice call, 
Behind every amateur transmitter is at some point a human with a license. If we're splitting hairs, then a local automatic voice repeater must be the height of impersonal. The other thing I'd like to point out is that how you perceive the use of a particular mode is also important. If you think of FT8 as having a personal beacon in your shack that uses your radio and your antenna to measure how well your signal is heard across the globe, you might just start enjoying this so-called impersonal mode. One of my friends, Wally, Victor Kilo 6 Yankee Sierra, now Silent Key, told a story where he was driving down the highway to meet his friend. They were chatting away, using Morse code. Wally in his car, the friend in his shack. Once Wally arrived, the friend wanted to see how Wally was able to send Morse code whilst driving, and could he please see his Morse key. Wally confessed to having whistled into his microphone to make the contact, since he didn't have a Morse key in his car. According to Wally, his friend was off the air for months, in disgust. I should mention that my number one haircut looks great, if only for the fact that it allowed me to spend some quality time discussing and contemplating the nature of the hobby that I love. I'm Ono, a Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo.